you ever wondered what to do with your email list, how to handle open rates, how often you should be emailing, what the heck is a nurture sequence? Today you are in luck because I am bringing in Lindley Lofton Hips. Now Lindley is an absolutely incredible genius copywriter who specializes in email marketing. She has built a multiple six figure business, retired her husband, and she's written for seven, eight, and nine figure companies like myself, Rachel Peterson, Jay Shetty, Dean Graciosi, Advance Your Reach, Pete Vargas, Cindy Williams, and so many more. But not only that, she also handles the technical setup and the behind the scenes know-how for maximizing your email list routinely managing email lists of 50 to 100,000 email subscribers. Now, Lindley is also an amazing member of my program designed to help freelancers grow and love their business, The Social Click. You can learn more about that beneath this video, above this video, or at rachelpeterson.com forward slash podcast. Let's dive on into this amazing interview. Lindley, I'm so excited to have you. <laughs> Thanks for joining me today. So excited to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> now, I love that we get to nerd out a little bit about emails because every single day I see people saying emails dead, emails don't convert anymore. Um, what is this true? <laughs> well, I, I don't want to I don't want to uh, pigeonhole anyone, but there are plenty of emails that don't convert. Sure. Mm -hmm. But email in general, absolutely converts. However, I think the problem is that people really, they expect email, much like social media, they expect email to do the selling for them. And really the whole goal of email is to build relationships and get them to the place that you do the selling, whether that's a sales page or an application or an, you know, like whatever your, your process is. And I think people put a lot of expectation on email especially if you're not in like the either digital product or, or physical product world, they put all of this, this focus on email being, you know, this, this great conversion mechanism. And it can be if you do it well, but a lot of people not through no fault of their own, they don't know how to do it better, but a lot of people don't know how to, how to really take advantage of email marketing. Now, one of the things that I've been hearing a lot is people saying all their emails go to spam. This is complicated, isn't it? It is. <laughs> There's not, I actually, I, I saw in a group somewhere where somebody asked, what switch do I need to flip so that my emails don't go to spam? And I was just, you know, oh. because I'm from the South, my comment was, bless your heart. <laughs> it's not that easy. It'd be awesome yeah. if it was, but you know, really there's, there's sort of two sides to the email deliverability challenge. It is not impossible to deal with, but there's only so much you as an email sender, as a, as an email marketer can do in terms of where your email goes. There's a lot that you can do, but some of it is out of our hands. A lot of it is in the hands of the inbox providers, the Gmails, the Yahoo's, all of that. So we can't tell and we can't tell them where to put our stuff. The, the challenge then becomes how do we communicate to our subscribers and ask them to tell Gmail where to put our stuff, right? Because 
yeah, I mean, spam's going to happen and, and it's not consistent. You might have one email that goes straight to the inbox and the next email goes to spam. And there's, it's, it's much like social media algorithm in mm -hmm. that we don't know why. There's not one reason, but the thing that, that email marketers can do to, to hedge their bets on the, uh, on landing in the spam folder. Um, and, and I don't consider promotions nearly the nail in the coffin that spam folders are because nobody ever goes in their spam folder. <laughs> People go in their promotions folder. Um, but the one of the best things that you can do is just ask your subscriber when they first join your list, hey, will you add me to your contacts or will you um, make me a VIP or put a start, you know, whatever the process is for your whatever platform you use. Because what that does is that tells the Gmails and the Yahoo's, oh, like people want to get Lindley's email. OK, well, we'll put it in the inbox then. Mm -hmm. And you start training the inbox providers that you have good quality content. The other side of it is write good emails that people want to click on. Ooh. That's Can really you, the biggest challenge. I don't have a, a microphone, but I want to <laughs> drop it. So this is, <laughs> keep going, keep going. This is so good. But, but honestly, you know, it's getting, getting, your in your email into the inbox is step one, but it's not like magical in terms of making you money. You know, like you've got to write good emails and yeah. and you know, you've got to get those emails open. So your subject lines have to be on point and you know, curiosity evoking and all of that. But then your emails have to be something people want to read and you need to give them something to click into because that also communicates to Gmail or whoever that you are interested in this content. And so it's not a simple, do these five things. There are absolutely some things you need to do from a deliverability perspective, like making sure your DKIM and your SPFs are set up like on your domain, the techie stuff that you know I, I can help you with. But a lot of it really has to do with your content and how engaged your users are with your content. And one of the biggest mistakes that I see people making in email marketing is they put everything into the email and they don't give their subscribers anything to click into. Mm. So if you have an, you know, an entire story and it could be a wonderful, amazing, inspirational story, you send it via email you actually don't know how engaged they are with that story because you haven't given them a call to action. And so making sure you have a CTA in every email of some sort, it doesn't have to be hard, a hard sell, but just giving them an opportunity to, you know, subscribe to your YouTube channel or book a call with you or download a lead magnet, anything like that, that can give them something to click into is really the way that you as the email marketer knows that somebody is actually engaging with my content. Because this is always the big question, right? Do email open rates matter? And yes <laughs> and no. I mean, they are one metric of many that you need to pay attention to. But they don't tell the whole story and they never have. They didn't even before iOS 15. So what we what we really can rely on is clicks because Apple can't mask clicks. So if you don't give your users, your subscribers something to click on, then they can't engage. I love this so much. Now, I want to highlight something 
that is important for people to realize. Um, Lindley started as a copywriter, a full service copywriter. I actually started as a social media manager. You started there before copywriting? I didn't yes. even I was there that. about six months. I hate to say <laughs> this. I should not say this, given that I am speaking to the queen of social media. But I got about two months into my business and realized I freaking hated social media. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, loved, I, I tried. I clung to it. But yep. <laughs> I, I finally realized it was not for me. So then Lily became a copywriter. And, and I so became a copywriter. What's beautiful, you guys, as you're listening, is you can recognize that Lindley has both the creative side and the technical side. So like the creative and the logical. And so it's kind of neat because when you come in and work with clients, you're able to kind of give them an email makeover, essentially, mm -hmm. right? Full makeover, the whole yeah. thing. Um, now, what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see people making with email right now? Probably the biggest mistake is, mm -hmm. and, and it, if they are sending emails regularly, mm -hmm. then they are not, they're not giving their subscribers the kinds of content that the subscriber is interested in. One of the things that I get, questions I get a lot is, can you help me with my email newsletter? People want to do a newsletter. And the problem with newsletters is that they are focused on you as the company. Yes. They're yes. not focused on the user. And, you know, that's great that you you have this new blog <laughs> article out or that, you know, you won this award. Woohoo. How yes. does that help me as a subscriber? The other thing that I see people, well, not doing is emailing consistently. And it's hard. I know like cobbler's children have no shoes. I struggle with this because, you know, we, we spend so much time talking about lead magnets and welcome sequences and getting them onto your list and building your list. Yes. But it's not a build it and forget it. It is a build it and then you've got to keep it up. You've got to continue to nurture those folks and 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 doing that in a way that is that makes them really become more through the parasocial relationship, become closer to you, right? And being more willing to take that next step towards you. But I see a lot of people who are like, well, I'm emailing once a month. Well, that's better than nothing. So good on you that you're emailing once a month, but that only gives your subscribers 12 opportunities to do business with you. That's not a lot, yeah. especially when over the course of a month, they probably get thousands of emails. Easily. If you, you know, twice a month, all of a sudden you've got 24 chances. If yep. you email every day, you have 365 chances <laughs> for them to take that next step towards you. Mm -hmm. um, and there are people who do that and who do that well. Um, I think for most of us, it's probably we're not there yet <laughs> to be able to email every day um, or to to email multiple times a week. Most people are like, if I can get them a week once a week, I'm good to go. Yep. And that's usually my goal. But, you know, that's almost 50 times or over 50 times, 52 times that you have an opportunity to to, to come in contact with them. The other thing, especially for folks who are in really high, like who have really high ticket offers or who are in high ticket industries, for example. Um, I work with a lot of travel agents and people who are building their travel businesses. And most of us 
are not going to get an email and suddenly decide that we need to book a $10,000 vacation. You know, it usually <laughs> is one of those things where it's going to take some time for me to not, that doesn't mean that I'm not paying attention to your emails, but that ramp up to being ready to book that vacation, maybe six months, not two weeks, you know, so it, it becomes one of those things that it's really about being top of mind and mm -hmm. them having that trust in you so that when they are ready, if you're a travel agent, you're the first person they're going to think of to call when they're ready to book a vacation. So it's not always a lot of people get nervous with, with email because they feel like all they do is they, they can do is sell, sell, yeah. sell, sell. And yes, I mean, we own businesses. We need to sell. That's kind of a really, <laughs> this. Yes. but you know, your emails also uh, serve a, a, a different purpose to build yeah. that relationship and to be there when they're ready to take that next step. I want to highlight what you just said about how it's not just about sales. Um, sales emails are great. They're awesome. They're wonderful. They help our businesses run if they're done well. Um, but like, for example, yesterday I sent just a personal email to my list with personal updates. And I was like, okay, they're either going to love it or hate it. And I don't know what to expect. It's been a while. And I probably got the most responses I've ever gotten to an email that wasn't a reply-based CTA. I was actually blown away. And people were like, thank you for not just being business. Yep. And I was like, wow, that's incredible. Mm -hmm. um, so I really agree with that. So question for you, should every lead magnet have, <laughs> I, I, the word should is love-hate relationship, <laughs> but I, in a perfect world, ideally, would every lead magnet have a nurturing sequence afterwards? I'm not even gonna say in an ideal world. If you have a lead magnet and you don't have a nurture sequence, there is really no point in putting that lead magnet out there because think about it. When you first buy something or get something for free, you are super excited about it, right? Like I got this cool little um, um, camera thing that will track based on like if I move, it'll track me. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to use this, right? Super excited. <laughs> What would happen if I had, if, if I did not actually use that immediately, it's going to sit in a box on the corner of my desk for probably years knowing me. So yep. that is that when they, when they opt into that lead magnet, that is the most precious time for you as a, as a, a business owner to make that connection with them. And yeah. so if you're not nurturing them and you're not helping them get to know you and like you and trust you through that email sequence, you're missing a massive opportunity and they're going to forget who you are, or it's not even so much that they forget who you are. It's just that they don't have any kind of connection with you. Mm. And Rachel, the reason that you got all of those replies is because you know so well how to connect with people through mm -hmm. email, through social media, in person, all of that, right? That is a gift that you have. And you, because you are consistent with your email, you're consistent with social media, and you share that vulnerability with people, they feel like they know you. I actually have friends here in my town in Georgia who follow you and have asked me about you. And I'm like, how do you know Rachel? Yeah, same question. 
<laughs> but yeah. it's and and you know she was looking for social media stuff she just started as a realtor a couple during the pandemic wow. and she ran across you and then she found out that i knew you and then you know all of a sudden I became cool. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but really it's because the reason that, yeah. that those more personal emails work well for you is because you have built that relationship. Yep. If I, and, and even if you brought on a brand new subscriber and didn't nurture them so that they would get to know you, you're just somebody else in their inbox, you know? And, and that's not what we want to be. We want, we want people to feel that they know us um, and they, they can trust us because they are not going to pull out their credit card or spend their time with us if they don't trust us. And that's really the whole goal of email marketing is building trust and relationships. That is so good. Lindley, I could talk about this all day with you. Me too. And I really mean that because this is a nerd out <laughs> topic. Um, and some people might want to continue that conversation. Where can they learn more about you? Well, as previously established, social, I am not a, a social media manager, um, <laughs> but I'm trying to be better about social media. So basically, I'm at Lindley Hips everywhere um pretty much so you know follow me on instagram or tiktok i'm really trying on tiktok i really am i've been watching i see you on my for you page i'm like yes every time <laughs> um so yeah you can you can certainly follow me wherever i can be followed and um i'd love to talk to anybody who's if you're not ready or you don't feel ready for email marketing that's totally fine there's a lot you can do to get yourself ready before you're ready to you know take that big step because it is kind of a big step okay. um but if you're not and if you're not using email marketing you really need to be so i can help you get set up both from a technical perspective i can help you with all of the copy I can, we can get all of that done and then we can really look at how everything is performing so we know what tweaks we need to make and how we need to optimize Beautiful, beautiful. Lindley, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Rachel. Awesome. And thank you guys for watching. We will link to Lindley's social above this video, below this video, or at rachelpeterson.com forward slash podcast. Bye for now.